0: It's my kind of town. going on, travelers? It's your main man, just GQ, and you are tuned in to another episode of The Travel Guys, a podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. This is a special All Countries Matter weekend edition. I see everybody gearing up with their weekend plans as we... As we come to this first weekend of the month of July, I know we also cannot believe that the first six months of 2020, which have largely been trash, are behind us now. So this whole episode, I just want to get it out there so that you guys know up front before I remind you to subscribe if you have not subscribed to the podcast, that this entire episode will be, will serve as a guide for how to travel during Corona. That's it. And some of you may have gotten excited by hearing, by hearing that. And some of you may have reacted, had a visceral reaction oh, that's irresponsible and XYZ. But here is why I am putting this episode together. One, people are traveling. People are going. There are, there's been a lot of hypocrisy, a lot of people who have been very vocal about don't travel and you shouldn't travel and you shouldn't do this. And they've been hopping their ass on planes and trains and automobiles throughout quarantine and through all this time. So I would prefer for folks to have the information that they need as opposed to not. Additionally, we are, there are some people who aren't traveling and who have followed the rules but who want to. And I think that there is a wealth of misinformation that is going, that is going around. I think that that is largely driven by an insatiable desire from the public, rightfully so, to have some context on what is going on, but the governmental organizations, not just, just not having the answers. Like this is something that we haven't fought before or this, this strain, what have you. And so we just don't have a lot of the answers, but so they're giving us a lot of misinformation and then people obviously People believe in Google more than they believe in what they're being told. So, you know, nobody knows. And so you're just being fed a lot of information. But those of you who have been listening to the travel guide since the beginning of this pandemic know that my stance has remained very, very steady, which is that don't be nasty. Message wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, use a mask. Folks are really upset about these masks. Like I, I personally, I, I when I see videos, I've been seeing videos like a lot of y'all had of folk going into stores and at being asked to put on a mask or being denied service because they don't, weren't wearing a mask and these people just lose their minds. They go crazy. And I had, I, I from a distance, I couldn't really gather why that why that might be until it happened to me and I was going into my local package store to get some some drink and as I walked in I realized that I did not have my mask on and to be fair I wear a mask for I wear a mask very very consistently however if I'm doing a quick in and out where there's where I'm not going to see a bunch of people then I'm I might not wear it you know for that for that instance however in this specific Situation I walked in I just neglected to grab my mask out of the car and they were saying hey man You got to go and get a mask and I was like oh my bad and as I'm turning around I'm like all of these Conflicts that I have seen go viral could have been very easily solved with a oh my bad and going and getting the mask so It's it's just really not that big of a deal. I also posted a video on my instagram today at gq50 that Showed regardless of the mask, the N95, the 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 gas mask looking thing, and then one of the other masks that like the the uh, the oximetry rate remains at ninety nine percent. So like everybody can breathe. Like it's not it's not a big deal. Just like just wear the mask, whatever. But also stay socially distanced. You know, like that's that's kind of like the that's the big the big piece. And I think that that is where people have trouble with the travel aspect of it. So we also, we know that coronavirus cases, we shut down a lot of the states and then they started to open back up. But we know that coronavirus cases are up 50% in June as states started to relax. Some of those rules started to reopen. And this is reported by the Washington Post. Um, We also know that states are starting to shut back down, you know, because they Open to aggressively where I where I stay in Florida, Florida was wild and specifically in like the eastern coast and like in the panhandle. So like Daytona and then like the Panhandle. So you know, take your own conclusions from that. Uh, Arizona as well. They've been wilding. Uh, Texas also and California. So a lot of them have shut down bars and have shut down. Um, you know, just just anywhere where people can congregate. You know, I think they. I, I believe they scaled back their um, the the capacity at which you can have in restaurants as well, back to like fifty percent. So. You know, people are the, the rules and regulations are all over the place. The fact of the matter is, is that this is the this is the new normal until we until we figure out what the normal is. So we just have to figure out how to manage where we currently are. But one thing is really apparent, and it's that folks are getting restless and people are moving around. Like I had told you before, we have the holidays. I told you the 4th of July, a.k.a. All Countries Matter uh, is This weekend, and my Instagram is chock full of people who are vacation ready and who are doing ABCD. Now, some folks are driving. I think road trips are really in vogue right now, which is very responsible. But there are a lot of people who are traveling. I've seen some folks in in Mexico and in Jamaica and in some some of those countries. However, I just want to give you guys the guide for how you should go about thinking through that. But before we do that, I want to remind you all, if you all are not subscribed to the Travel Guides podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us rise in the ratings so that we, when people are searching for Travel Podcasts, we will rise to the top. And lastly, please follow us on Instagram at the Travel Guides at GQ50. And let's get into it. Before we start, I do want to share my personal stance because I I kind of hate when people talk about everybody else, but then they don't want to weigh in on how they personally feel. And personally, you know, my, while I am while I am a high risk individual because I have asthma, so I've been looking out for myself. I think that I, I'm I'm not quite ready to go international yet. I also am not quite thirsty enough to go like I don't necessarily just have to go somewhere to go and that's no shade to anybody who is and who wants to go internationally you know you are well empowered to go do that but I personally am just not like itching that badly to go internationally what I am itching for and what I am thirsty for is new experiences and I would like to a I would like to accomplish that in the best way possible, you know, like in the in the safest way possible and, and uh, in the but in a way that will deliver on everything that you look for in an international experience, something that will stretch your boundaries, something that will be new, something that will be relaxing, something that will reset you like all of these things can be accomplished by traveling domestically. So I personally do plan on doing that. I'm, I'm planning on going to Colorado in full transparency. So that will be my, my test and like kind of my first toe dip because I have, I have driven places, but it really has been very like, I'm driving to a destination, I'm locking myself indoors and I'm not coming out until I'm driving back. So it is just like, this will be my first real trip. Like since the Rona came into existence or since, since it entered our world, um, I do hope to go internationally one maybe two times this year it'll probably be later. I'm thinking probably, you know, definitely Q4 in October to December range, but I you know, I I don't know. Everything is everything is up in the air. I have been very bullish on on going somewhere and taking at least one trip. This year or another trip, I should say, because I had, had gone to Turks and Caicos at the beginning of the year. So I'm still, I'm still holding out hope for that, but we'll see. Cause a lot of it, there's things are shifting. The, the only thing that's been constant has been change in this. As I was thinking through this episode and kind of my stance on everything and really evaluating like how I truly felt about, about travel, I arrived at kind of an interesting thought, which is that travel in nature is socially distanced you think about like when you're going somewhere, the risk of when you're around people is really on the plane. And when you're out at dinner, perhaps if it's like a crowded dinner, even because it's we know a lot of folks do like secluded dinners or have private chefs or have chefs come in and cook for them and whatnot. If you have like a house and what have you, if that's your, that's your flavor or when you're going out. So if you are not going out and you, and you can limit your exposure at the, Airport, then you should be in really good shape, especially if you're renting a car. Because that's like that's those are the only times because you really are when you're going with a crew to somewhere, you are really just around your crew for the majority of the time, unless you are, you know, out and about and meeting people. And, and so I think that like, while that's one of my favorite aspects of traveling is being able to meet the locals and to talk to folk. I think at this, at this point, if you can eliminate those, those elements, or if you can just like make friends with people who are in your immediate vicinity i think that that will eliminate a lot of the a lot of the risks of spreading of spreading the virus now you do have the inherent risk of transporting the virus especially if you're asymptomatic so you definitely want to be responsible there but a, thankfully a lot of the tsa standards and a lot of the a lot of the the protocols that have been put in place are helping solve for that so before we get into the first section i do want to just cite my sources you know not necessarily APA style, but I definitely want to cite my sources let y'all know where I'm pulling this information from and how I was aggregating it so I consulted TSA's website the CDC website Southwest Delta American and United as my primary sources of information I cited The Washington Post as well already, but that is where I'm pulling all this information from so i'm I'm not making it up I'm just I just want to I just want y'all to have the information so y'all can do with it what you will that's really all my hope is for you you. So the first thing I want to address is the change in the standards for TSA overall, because TSA standards have changed. I think one of the biggest pieces is that now we're now 12 ounce Bottles of hand sanitizer will be allowed to go through security, whereas previously there was a three ounce limit on all toiletries. So now you can bring a up to a 12 ounce bottle of hand sanitizer It is hand sanitizer only based on what I've read. But that is now permitted. I think also the TSA website as a whole is a great resource for information. And they are also giving providing visibility to the number of confirmed cases for TSA agents by airport. So you can see. You know, as you are planning your flight and where you're where you're departing from, as well as where you are, where your destination is, how many of the TSA employees have had Corona as well as the date when they had it. So you can so that that should directionally guide you to understand to get an understanding of how many you know, how many which airports have had a lot of folks come through with with the Rona. They are also advocating. For carry on bags to limit touch points. So, you know, I've been team carry on and team shame the checkers for forever, but it has been more so from a personal efficiency standpoint, you know, making sure I'm not waiting or making my people wait for to get a check bag, not allowing airports or airlines to lose my bag all these things but now tsa is on board as far as advocating for carry-on bags but it is to limit the touch points because when you think you check a bag you got to lay it down on the scale the tsa agent is picking it up throwing it on the th- on the uh, on the belt it goes down the belt and then the the baggage handlers have to have to shift and move it around so that's a lot of it's a lot of touching You know to be all the way honest And I, I've, I've long traveled with Shout out to Aunt Sandra Because she put me on carrying wet ones And so I, you know I always keep that As well as Lysol with me To to spray all that down before all this But I think that that would be Even more essential now And also like it would also be scary To have your your bag like Just just out there, you know, so and and being touched by so many so many different people. So I would just keep that keep that in mind. And the overarching themes that you'll hear are one airlines and airports are really just trying to provide a cleaner experience and they should have been cleaning from the gate, which is what, you know, my stance has always been just because airports have always been pretty gross places (laughs) you know where rules don't exist you can drink at 9 a.m you know you can sleep on the floor like all these like all of these things are were were the were the old normal but they they are the overarching themes are they are trying to provide a cleaner experience and a largely touch-free experience so apps are super important kind of key piece of how you can maneuver. They are definitely going to be taking your temperature, like all of these things, but you don't necessarily have to touch the individual to make that happen. So that is something just to, just to keep in mind. They are encouraging passengers to bring a mask or face covering. And I will get into airline by airline because that varies as well. Um, however, They are also, TSA is also encouraging you to pack your own food items. And that's twofold. One, food service on the airplane has changed. A lot of the airlines, a lot of the major airlines, are having airline launchables, if you will, where they have like individually packed packets of. Che- call it Cheez Its, pretzels, and a baby water or something. And it's and and they are not doing alcoholic drink service during the during the food service portion. But when by having your snacks on your seat, it limits the, it limits the touch point of food service. So like, you know, obviously flight attendants are wearing gloves and wearing masks, but you don't have to have someone reaching over you or talking to somebody or breathing over you or, or you know, whatever. So you can, you can rest assured that that they are trying to put measures in place to limit that aspect of it. The second piece is that food options May be limited in some airports, so you think you know. I'm starving. I'm going to the airport. I go, I'm going to pick up something in the food court. Where the, well, the food courts or the look and feel of the food courts may vary now. So you can always pack a sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly is a great option. And but you can always pack a sandwich. You can always pack fruit. You can do. You can pack a lot of things as long as they are solid, because obviously outside of hand sanitizer, nothing can be over three ounces. I implore all of you to review the requirements when you're flying because there there is a large degree of variance by states and by countries. So you have some states and countries that are requiring 14-day quarantines even within the the states, so I mentioned before that Florida, Texas, Arizona, California, all of them have, have spiked. There are there are some specific guidelines that have been put in by the state governments where if you are coming from one of those states, you have to quarantine for 14 days. There are also instances with other countries where you will have similar situations. Although what I, from what I've seen from other countries, they are giving you on the spot. Covid tests. So, in in some instances, in lieu of quarantine, countries like Antigua they are requiring health screenings prior to departure. While, as I mentioned, countries like Jamaica they are they are giving you a Covid test in customs, and you are required to quarantine for forty eight hours until your results come back. So you can go to your hotel, and then you got to chill you got to chill out for a little bit, and then they they'll tell you that you're good, and then you can go and move freely about the cabin. So you just want to make sure that you you are checking those guidelines before you book a flight or really before you board the flight and then you and then you get somewhere where you can't even leave the the airport or your hotel because that's just i mean that's a that's going to be a, a a hella expensive staycation for you to for you to go somewhere and just look at look at a, a Marriott's walls, or even if you're in a just just check the things, check the check the guidelines. You're not trying to go to a, get a stamp just so you can go into and sit in a hotel room that wouldn't even count because you wouldn't even see anything. And also, speaking of guidelines, in a strange twist, not so strange actually, but in an ironic twist, the United States is banned from Europe from the EU. So. You have you definitely need to double check because there are more cases, obviously, in the United States than there are anywhere in the world. So there will likely be restrictions placed on us that will not be reflective of other continents or countries in the world. So just be cognizant of that and make sure that we are actually allowed to be there. Next, I'm gonna talk through change fee policies. So, this is obviously something that is key for a lot of people. And the first, I know it feels like an eternity ago, but in like the first two months of Corona in like March, April, everybody was getting flights canceled and having just a boatload of credits that they're looking to, looking to use any kind of way. So you can still, but then some people obviously like, like the stock market prices went down on flights. And so there were some people who were buying up flights. So like, and I was definitely one of those people. So you buy up flights for the cheap and, and then you can still Continue to buy them because the, the the prices still haven't gone up. Because honestly, it's going to take a few years for travel to to re, to recover as a whole. So I think you, you people can take advantage of cheap fares if you are feeling comfortable with flying. Southwest and Delta are allowing passengers to modify their itineraries without change or cancellation fees. However, Delta is. Waiving the fare differences as long as you rebook the trip for September 30th or before. So you just want to be conscious of that. American and United are offering no change fees on tickets that were purchased before July 31st, although travel must be completed by the end of the year. So you just need to, I would say, check the websites make sure that you are very clear on the dates of your travel as well as the the guidelines that are within the policies because the last thing that you want and as much goodwill as it feels like these major airlines are offering to you they are really trying to make a buck they are trying to maintain cash flow and keep that cash in their house and if they can get that if they can get if they can take keep that fair money and then have you book on top of that, that is the game. So make sure that you are winning the game. Message. Additionally, you know, I'm, I love a good finesse and I believe in not making things difficult. So I do think if all else fails and if you find yourself in a precarious situation where you feel like you shouldn't have lost your funds, I think that you can call the customer service lines and they will allow you to plead your case. All of these companies have a bucket of money called goodwill, and for those of you who are not familiar with goodwill, goodwill dollars are allocated in the corporate budget when they are just there for as a as a customer service tool. If you in Southwest as a as a as a glowing. Example of this: If you are inconvenienced where your flight is delayed three hours, okay, you can call and complain, and people will get get pissed off and do ABCD. But you call that customer care line, they will listen to you. And it really, it really just has to be plausible that it was a that it was an inconvenience for you. And they will go in that bucket of money, and they might throw you here's seventy five, here's a seventy five dollar voucher, here's a fifty dollar voucher, here's here's a hundred dollar voucher. This is an underutilized tool, in in my estimation. There, it, the same exists for hotels as well. But you should always just ask the question. I once, I mean, my, I think my wildest. Instance was I tweeted Being pissed off Because I was on not even being pissed off I was just being funny for real for real I was just on hold for Like 45 minutes and like made a quick Video put it on Twitter added Southwest Southwest dm me and was like call this number i called them they they asked for some key information hung up they and they sent me a 75 dollar voucher and it was just like for like i got the 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 instance i got the the issue resolved super quickly seamlessly and this is just another reason why i love southwest but other Airlines have that I think American Makes you jump through a, a gang of hoops To be all the way honest you have to like go Go to the website and write it all out and then like Wait for a response and do all this it, it's It's just largely they're trying to get you to jump through hoops So you don't feel Like the juice is worth the squeeze so to speak That basically that it's worth your time So that, this is again why I love Southwest Because Southwest just keeps it keeps it a buck which you keep. They They treat you like they care about you And that's what matters to me But I say all that to say do not be shy To claim what is yours if you paid money and you didn't get anything for it that is up for debate (laughs) you know so you can go and present your case fact-based and and say look you know can you offer me some type of consideration for my trouble here i'm a loyal customer i obviously nobody can really plan with corona so you know hook it up and typically that will At least be up for some type of discussion or some so y'all can find some type of compromise. I do want to say, always be respectful though, because once you know, frustration can be a tool in these types of situations, but there is a fine line. And when it goes over, this the person on the other end has nothing to do with your trouble, they have nothing to do with it. So you are trying to get them to do you a favor. So I would just say to move accordingly because it can go off the rails real fast and sometimes folks deserve it (laughs) to be all the way on some sometimes people are just being angry for no reason but a lot of times you just have to stay in control of your tone and of your emotions so that you can have a conversation with these people and in actuality just you know get what you want get what you get what you deserve get what you spent so now i want to jump into flight-based practices which is Probably one of the more key items as far as my research was concerned. So all the airlines, like I mentioned, have boosted their cleaning practices from check in to boarding and some through landing. So as a whole, you know, people are sanitizing all the kiosks and all the stations you have is largely like the rest of the world is where there is going to be hand sanitizer at all major checkpoints. You can go through and you can make sure that you are being cleaned throughout the throughout the whole process and and then when when you are boarding, you know, people are taking your temperatures when you're when you're in line. I know Southwest explicitly called that out on their website that they are going to check check your temperature while you are before you before you board. And then uh, but a lot of them are are advising for you to not they're, they're asking for honesty. So it, do not travel if you have had covid symptoms in the last 14 days or, you know. And so I I, while I largely don't trust people. <laughs> I just I just feel like you got to make sure that you are protecting yourself in these types of situations. But just be cognizant that they will be taking your temperature and that they are going to try to limit the touch points, the physical touch points throughout the check-in and boarding experience. The biggest thing for me, the biggest hesitation for me as far as flying goes, because I was trying to develop my stance and my point of view on what would make me comfortable as far as travel goes. And it was really the, air circulation and the and making sure I I was only flying on direct flights because I feel I felt like right or wrong that when you have a layover it is going to expose you to a new set of germs and so that just obviously increases your chances of getting it because of the just the absolute number of passengers that you are coming to account with but that is on that's under my control. Like, that's based on what, what I'm booking. And if I can't find a direct flight, then I'm just not going to go. The big thing was, for me, was circulation, the air circulation on the plane. You know, you think about people back in the day, let's take a let's take a long journey back to 2019. You're sitting on a flight, you got people who are spitting when they're talking, they're sneezing, they're coughing, they're not covering their mouths, all that stuff. And that air is getting sucked up in those vents and then it's being redistributed out for people to inhale. And so that is just nasty like that is that is filthy there's a filthy dynamic and so that is something that i did not want to encounter personally like i just wanted no parts of that and that was where you know you think about the orifices which in which Corona can enter your body, your eyes, your ears, your nose. And so while, you know, you people are, let's say folks are wearing a mask. You can definitely, if you don't have your headphones in, that stuff can definitely trickle in through your, through your ears. And then obviously if you're not wearing glasses or any type of eye protection, then you can, then it can, it can enter that way. And there are, there are accounts of it entering through folks' eyes, folks I don't know if that's a, whatever it, it'll, it'll ride. On a side note, from a glasses standpoint, you know how everybody has always wanted like a lot of people talk about they wanted braces, but they didn't need them like i that's how I've been with glasses. I have always thought glasses were swaggy a f and I've always wanted them and so now, with corona, I thankfully was able to reach into my bag of vanity glasses and I've been able to wear like the blue light the blue light glasses I've been able to wear those, so I'm really able to you know be my best self and when I'm out and about with my with my glasses on, with my specs. But, anyways, back to the recirculation. So, all of the aircraft, and this was across all four major airlines, all of their aircrafts are being ventilated with fresh outside air, and any air that is recirculated in the process goes through high grade HEPA filters. And HEPA filters are high-efficiency particulate air filters. They extract more than 99% of the particles, including viruses such as coronavirus. They are specifically trying to address this problem, which I think gives me the most comfort, the most confidence in my ability to fly, because regardless of how many passengers are on the plane, I don't have to worry about falling asleep, having somebody sneeze, having to go up into the vent and come back down and into my nose, ears, mouth, eyes. Like, I don't have to worry about that because the filters, the filtration system has been upgraded. Now, I think we know that the staff will be masked and protected as well. However, from a customer standpoint, I have heard of different mandates. Upon going and doing my own independent research, I did see that Delta Southwest, United, and American are all requiring face masks for customers from check-in to landing. The caveat is you don't have to wear one during meal service. So what that says to me is that somebody's going to try to extend that meal service (laughs) and not wear that mask. And I I have seen video of people getting real real hot. I saw some woman calling a calling somebody the N word on a, on a flight. And that's fine. Get your, get your tail right on off the plane. Like I just, I don't really have time for it, but you know, you just have to be conscious and protect yourself at all times. And I, what I have seen is that the flight attendants are very much on your side, just as far as keeping everybody safe. And if you do not feel safe legitimately, or you do not feel comfortable legitimately, you can easily ask for the assistance of, the flight attendants and they will come to your attendance. The other caveat is young children. Young children do not have to wear the face mask. I would imagine I I do not have kids, but I would imagine that you will want them to be protected. So you know that's neither here nor there. But that is the the rule is that young children are exempt. Now, the other key issue that was affecting how I was looking at traveling is who was going to be sitting next to me? And the answer, the correct answer is nobody. Because that, <laughs> that was not in the plans at all. I did not want anybody to be sitting to to my right or my left. However, I think that there was an evolutionary understanding of what like what was going to be mandated versus what was going to be suggested. And where we netted out was this Delta and Southwest are blocking middle seats. They're estimating the total capacity of planes to be between 50 and 75% max. So you, you know, Southwest is blocking, middle seats through the end of september at least there was that was the only date that was specified but from the four major airlines however i think that that is excellent and that is that gives me a lot you know you're telling me that nobody's gonna be sitting next to me and the filtration system is gonna be changed so i'm not gonna be breathing in somebody else's germs like that gives me so much more confidence about about flying that you know, it, it it honestly just shifted my whole my whole thought process, and I'm just I will get to my conclusions personally at the end. But that I will tell you that was a that was a huge game changer for me because it just it just it's limiting your it's making flying socially distanced by definition. Now the other thing that you have to think about is who's going to be flying behind you, and if they're going to be you know sneezing or doing whatever. Hopefully, you know they're wearing a mask as well, but that's on you to check when you sit down. I will be looking. Behind me and in front of me If you were on there before I would before takeoff I would check behind me and in front of me And I would just see who in the world is sitting there Are they wearing masks Are they properly PPE'd up You know what I mean Now United and American on the other hand They are not blocking middle seats United is taking a little bit Better of an approach, I would say American is just not blocking middle seats And they're just like, you be alright But United is not blocking middle seats But they will notify you If the flight is full And then they will, from there, allow you The option to change your flight If you feel uncomfortable So I think that, you know, this is more so Because you can, you know, choose your choose your seat Ahead of time and do all, all that jazz But, you know, I... I, I I don't know. I struggle with this. I honestly, y- y'all know my feelings on United. Even though they just hired a, a, a senior leader, a brother in senior leadership, I just have always felt like United was trash, <laughs> just as a, as a whole. And America's not that far behind. Of my two preferences, my two preferences have always been Delta and Southwest. But I think. I can respect United's position on this. The, the thing that's tough is this. When you think about it from a safety standpoint, that gives you one understanding or one perspective. But then when you think about it from the business standpoint, these companies are not trying to, lose money they have reduced the space between these rows bit by bit by bit by bit to the point where now if you are i mean hell six six feet probably you have your knees in somebody's back when you sit down on some of these on some of these airlines i think the worst i mean honestly the worst that i've experienced was spirit uh that was the only honestly the one of the main one of the only downsides in my singular spirit experience experience I don't, that didn't work. I'm sorry. But, anyways, that was the only, (laughs) that was the only downside in that was that my knees were in somebody's back. And luckily I was able to swap to a, to an exit row. The point being is that they have tried to reduce that, that, Space so that they can fit more passengers On the flights and thus Make more money so they this Is like because their pockets have been hit so hard Obviously that is going to change they just need To fill these planes back up so that they can get Some type of cash flow rolling and Raise their stock prices but and I know I've gone way into way deep into the Weeds but I think a lot of times we As people think that corporations are Here because they care about us and They are not (laughs) they are not at all They are here so that they can make Money and please take that through with and ever you hear about a major corporation doing anything political because right now and we have a lot of Corporations who are doing very performative Allyship where they are caring About Black Lives Matter but they are not really Changing anything at all And it is because they need the dollars That it is invoked they are trying To move with culture they are trying to move With what the people care about So I think that the, and, and also conversely We are also five months away from Four months excuse me from an election So when you hear about certain corporations Coming out and backing different, different Candidates don't be surprised By it you know, it's not it. Nothing has changed. They always felt this way. <laughs> so I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I just wanted to offer that specific perspective that that alternative perspective when you think about them reducing seats. So I would expect for this to be an expiring condition or an expiring practice. I don't know how long. I would imagine that there's probably at a at a Boeing type of level or an aircraft construction or manufacturing type of level. They're probably looking at what a redesign looks like for some of these some of these these planes. However, I would not expect for that to be a thing for probably a couple of years, at least, you know, and then just as far as reconfiguring seats, I've seen a couple of concept videos where like the seats are you're in pods or they're like facing the other way. But like that's more cost and it's going to be fewer customers. So I think that that's something that you just have to think through that lens or take into consideration when you're judging some of these some of these corporations. So in conclusion, I think from my vantage point, I have. Taking a few things into consideration When I've thought about entering back into The travel realm one is My family my parents are A little bit older and I just Want to make sure that I am keeping them Safe and being cognizant of Of them and their health I think Secondly I'm also trying to be Conscious and respectful of my physical Health as a high risk individual But also my mental health and so that Is where I'm kind of like okay I, I don't how can I make It happen that's where I become a little bit more Solution-oriented, as opposed to just I'm gonna lock myself away like a hermit. And then I think about the filtration, the filtration and the blocking the middle seats. Those were huge because those were the main issues that I had with the overall travel experience from the gate. You know, like just from I thought it was nasty from an air filtration standpoint. Always, I have a hoodie that is a Nike hoodie. Shout out to Nike. Shout out to my folks over there who had where it was a it basically was a turtleneck. And I used to fly. That was my flying. My flying sweatshirt Because I would just pull it up over my face And I would go to sleep I didn't have to worry about people sneezing Or doing everything like that I had an N95 mask way before this happened I think I've told y'all the story Where a woman was sitting next to me And she was just coughing and sneezing Without covering her mouth And I had to address her I was like yo can you like Can you chill out on that please Like please cover your mouth And then she was She did it for a couple times And then she started She went back And I I was just like "I'm, I'm appalled And so I walked off the plane And immediately went and got an N95 mask Ass. just because i don't like germs <laughs> i don't just not i'm just not with it at all and so and people are nasty people have been gross people go to the bathroom all the time i hope you know there's been a lot of folks who have i'm gonna gross some of y'all out but there's been a lot of people who have gone into an airplane bathroom blown it up not washed their hands come out and touch the seat probably graze somebody's head <laughs> in the seat in front of them while they're trying to get back in their row it's gross trust no one trust no one's hands i want everybody to be in to be just be safe and to be clean that's it I'll stray from my point. The point is, is that the filtration across the board with the help of filters. I think that is going to be. I think that's a huge factor. And then on top of that, you look at. Preferred airlines and I mentioned before I've always preferred to fly With Southwest and Delta And they are blocking Middle seats so they're blocking middle Seats the filtration is Changed and then also I My my fares are covered so I can I can also get a cheap fare and If I decide that I don't feel comfortable I can cancel with no with no penalties That just really helped To bolster my confidence In the whole situation And additionally the, the flight is socially distanced. And then, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, travel as a whole is inherently socially distanced as much as you want to make it. If you want to be out in the streets, that's your business. I don't I don't have any I don't have any say in that. However, you could very easily not do that and fly somewhere, get a rental car, keep to yourself. Make sure that, you are, that your activities are responsible and they are reflective of somebody who is trying not to get the Rona. And you can have a great time. You can come back and you can keep everybody safe. You can quarantine once you come back. You can get tested. You can do whatever to make sure that you are straight and then that you are good, excuse me, and then you can move on. So I think that's kind of where I am right now. As I mentioned, I'm I'm going to Denver soon. I think that will be my first dip, my first toe dip, and then my first dip of my toe in the water, if you will. And so I think I I will definitely be chronicling and 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 be sharing with you all firsthand what that experience is like. Um, But I would I would just encourage y'all to be responsible, man. Think think about be empathetic. This is a time for empathy. Empathy is like just a big key theme i think for 2020 as a whole we are all going through different things the year has been very difficult for everybody <laughs> across cultures across socioeconomic situations just as a whole physically mentally financially emotionally everybody is feeling strain and stress so be empathetic to other people put yourself in their in their situation in their shoes wear a mask okay it's not, it's not necessarily It's for you but it's also for the other people I'm sure everybody's seen that infographic Where it talks about The diminished, the diminished percentage of transmission Or the, the, the diminished probability of transmission If you're wearing a mask And the other person is wearing a mask Versus if you, neither of you are wearing a mask Or if one of you are wearing a mask Like, Just be cognizant of other people And yourself that's all I got. So, like I said, I hope this is helpful. Please subscribe to the Travel Guides podcast if you haven't. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also check us out on Instagram, at the Travel Guides, at GQ50. And that'll do it for another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Wash your hands. That's it.